Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I wanted to talk through the first little bit of Ephesians chapter 4, and uh, this one probably won't be all that long. We're we're just diving into the first six verses here of what Paul is trying to get us to as the letter begins a sort of formal shift out of this dance and balance in the theology and practice to uh, a side of the letter that's... um, much more focused on the practical bits of what what do we do now that um, that we've established the basis and the core. And so, remember, we have a, a reigning Christ who is our King. Uh, he's saved us in us and and set us up for His glorious inheritance to be shared as a family of faith, Jews and Gentiles, without hostility, without division a united, one body, one family of faith, one church. And so Paul continues his letter in Ephesians chapter 4 by exhorting us to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. As this idea unfolds for Paul, and and as he's going to play this out, he uses this word exhort at the beginning. The word exhort in Greek is parakalo. And it means to call for or to call to or to summon alongside. Para meaning alongside. Kalo to call, to call alongside, to summon alongside. And it shares uh, some root words like para with things like parable, which means uh, to cast alongside, or it shares a meaning or a, a root with paraklete which is the word Jesus uses to discuss the Holy Spirit in the Gospel of John. Paraclete is uh, the one called alongside, like an advocate, who works to complete our calling. And so when Jesus describes the Holy Spirit to us, he says it's the one called alongside you, to be at work in and with you, to complete the calling that you've been given as believers and followers of Jesus Christ. Paul's exhorting the Ephesians to walk worthy of their calling is an invitation to walk along with Paul as they walk out being worthy of their calling. Now the the command here to live our lives worthy of the calling we have in Christ Jesus simultaneously a a command and an invitation to join Paul in doing that very thing. He tells us the characteristics that come with this calling as the section continues, but in in the first six verses of chapter 4 here, he doesn't seem to be telling us exactly what that calling is. It seems we've already been introduced to it. And so my pressing question as I step into this is, what exactly is this calling? We've been invited to walk with him, worthy of our calling in Christ Jesus, but what are we called to Knowing what this calling is might give some clarity on how I walk in it in a worthy manner. The only time Paul has used calling prior to Ephesians 4 verse 1 is in Ephesians 1 verse 18. Sorry, 118. He says this in 118, Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you might know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? In his instance of 118, we are called to hope, and a hope that exists in our inheritance as saints, saved by grace and mercy from God. 
from our King, Christ Jesus. We believe, we have believed in him. He is our salvation, and so we have set our hope, our confident expectation on Christ, our reigning King. And so in some sense, we are called to hope. We are called to a hope in our King who saves us, that what he's done in saving us will ultimately be fulfilled and realized a hope full of the riches of his glorious inheritance in which we share. A hope that knows he has called us out of darkness and into his light. This hope is also a hope grounded in Christ our King that reminds us our inheritance is as one body, one church, one family of faith. Part of the glory of the call we have in Christ Jesus is that we are to be one unified family of faith, chapter 3, verse 6, in the text of Ephesians. See, Christ Jesus has only one body. Christ has only one church, one family of faith, and we are to be part of that one family. Paul's invitation to walk worthy of their calling is an invitation to walk as one, united in Christ our King. He says that our walking worthy should be characterized by humility, gentleness with patience, bearing with one another in love, chapter 4, verse 2. As we hope and walk together toward the fullness of our inheritance in Christ, we must do so together through humility, gentleness, patience, and love. Our hope for the glorious inheritance of Christ our King is a corporate hope, a collective calling, and a community endeavor. Paul says we must be eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Unity and hope. The unity and hope of the family of faith, or the body of Christ, is paired here with the unity of the Holy Spirit, who empowers the one family, or the one body of Christ our King. It is the Holy Spirit who brings peace to our hearts and permeates our Christian community with the bond of peace. So we who are called to hope are called to a hope that unites us. A hope of our glorious inheritance with Christ our King in the unity of the Holy Spirit because of the grace and mercy of God. We should walk in humility, gentleness, patience, love, and the bond of peace in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We should walk in this manner of life because, as Paul says in verses 4 through 6 of Ephesians 4, there is one body, one spirit, and we have been called to one hope that belongs to your call. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. I think Paul here has emphasized sufficiently the unity of the faith. But he's also emphasized it to this point in his letter pretty consistently. But until now, the unity in the faith or in the body of Christ has been a result of the accomplished work of Christ our King. He has made us one. He has brought us together. He brought down the divisions that exist among us and he's made a way for us to be united as one family of faith. 
He's made us one body. One church. One family. However, Paul now calls us to participate in that unity. We are to actively engage in maintaining the bond of peace through the presence and work of the Holy Spirit. Remember that in verse 1, Paul gave us a command. He commands us to do this in in the first six verses of chapter 4, but this commandment to do it is also an invitation to do it along with him and with one another. Remember that the word exhort is to summon alongside. We who are in Christ, in the hope of our calling, are to work for unity and summon the rest of the body of Christ alongside us to work for that unity. Paul's calling for us as the body of Christ is to live in the hope of our inheritance, joined with him and one another in and through the unity of the Spirit and God's bond of peace. We may live in this periodically. We should live in this more substantially. My prayer is that may we, by the Holy Spirit and God's grace, live as the one body of Christ in the world today. We might walk worthy of this calling to which we have been called. Paul has exhorted us, summoned us alongside him to do the work together. Remember that we are to be one family of faith with humility and gentleness, patience, love, and the power of the Holy Spirit and the bond of peace. Have a good day, everybody.